0: In the beginning, there was the Pacific Ocean. A massive sea serpent broke the horizon. The serpent became tired and roared, let the reef rise. The reef rose and created dry land for the creature to rest on. During a present day cruise, a tourist saw one of the serpent's small islands. The passenger asked a crew member about it. The crew member said the island's uninhabited. Locals refuse to stay there past sunset. So blackbirds stayed there before their kidnappings. The tourist asked why locals avoided such a beautiful island. There was a glint in the crew member's eye. They avoid the island because it's haunted. The island was Vanuatu's mystery island, and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, Episode 19, Vanuatu's Mystery Island. I am Kamuela Kanashiro. Listeners, Legends from the Pacific is being considered for the Podcast Awards. So please go to podcastawards.com, select Nominate My Favorite Podcast, and nominate Legends from the Pacific for People's Choice and Storyteller Drama. It's free to nominate us, but things are time-sensitive, so please do this now. Later in this episode, blackbirds, ghosts, your featured song, and Hawaiian word, but first, Vanuatu's Mystery Island. Mystery Island is part of the Republic of Vanuatu. Located east of Australia and west of Fiji, the Republic of Vanuatu is made up of 40 islands and 40 islets, which were settled by Melanesians around 1300 BCE. Please note that Melanesians are different from Malaysians and Micronesians. While Melanesians may share some physical traits to Polynesians and Micronesians, DNA findings concluded Melanesians have less Asian genes and a strand known as tyrosinazin-related protein 1, also known as TYRP1. TYRP1 is responsible for blonde hair and is exclusive to non-Europeans. Because of this, some Micronesians had blonde hair pre-European contact. As a side note, our Maori episode stated that blonde haired Maoris were believed to be the product of a parent seduced by a Patu Paiarihi. However, it's possible these Maoris might have had Melanesian ancestors. But I digress. In 1606, centuries after Melanesians settled Vanuatu, Portuguese explorer Pedro. Ferdinand de Queros, led a Spanish expedition that landed on Vanuatu's big island, which eventually got the name Espiritu Santo. Settlements and plantations demanded manual labor, and in the 1860s, blackbirding began. Okay, around this time, port cities like London and San Francisco had problems with people getting kidnapped and forced to join a ship's crew. This practice was known as shanghaiing because Shanghai was the vessel's destination. Blackbirding is the kidnapping of Polynesians, Melanesians, or other Pacific Islanders and forcing them into slavery. Now, I'd like to point out that a Pacific Islander slave was called a kanaka. Kanaka is actually an abbreviated Hawaiian word for male laborer. While it's common for Hawaiians to be referred to as kanakas and think nothing of it, some South Pacific cultures consider kanaka to be a racial slur. The blackbirding crews needed a place to port and discovered the uninhabited Mystery Island. Locals avoided staying the night on Mystery Island because they believed it was inhabited by evil spirits or the ghosts of their ancestors. It's uncertain when this custom began or what caused it. Mystery Island's original name is Inyung, which means Little Island. There's a couple theories on how Inyung got its nickname, which occurred around the 70s. One story involved Queen Elizabeth II's visit to Inyung. Reporters asked for the island's name. Locals replied Inyung which confused people because it meant small island. So the journalists referred to it as mystery island. Another story involved a PR person, Ron Connolly, who stated, i never been to Inyung because ships can't drop anchor there. So it's a mystery to me. Still to come, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but now a story. following is the legends from the Pacific original story, and is based on cultural testimony. A group of brothers climbed a tree to collect material to make armbands. The youngest brother was behind. He rushed to catch up, but fell and died. The tree's canopy obstructed the brothers' view, and they yelled to their brother, what fell? their young brother's ghost remained in the tree and lied by saying, he stepped on a branch which broke and fell. The brothers decided to grab what they could and return to their village. Their young brother's ghost scurried from the tree, hid his body under leaves, and greeted his brothers when they reached the ground. They started back to the village, but after a while, their brother's ghost said, He forgot something at the tree and told the brothers not to leave until he returned. The ghost retrieved his body but hid it yards from the brothers before rejoining them and resuming their walk. The ghost did this several more times and it was night by the time they were outside their village. But this time when the ghost left. The suspicious brothers followed it and discovered what the ghost was doing the brothers ran into their village and warned the others something mysterious is coming and to shut their doors until it passes the village did but a grandmother and her grandson did not hear the warning the ghost entered the village with its body and threw it into a house but the body struck the closed door and slumped against it. The ghost collected his body and repeated this on every house. At the grandmother's house, the ghost's body passed through the open door and landed inside. The grandmother threw out the body, but the ghost caught it and threw it back in. The two continued this as the night went on until the grandmother accidentally threw her grandson instead of the body. The ghost was overjoyed that it could eat the child. The grandmother asked if the approaching sun would harm the ghost. The ghost replied it would. The grandmother argued with the ghost and stalled it from eating her grandson. The sun rose. The ghost turned into tarot. His body became bark, and her grandson was safe. Coming up is your featured song and Hawaiian word. Listeners, please nominate Legends from the Pacific for the podcast awards at podcastawards.com. Once there, select Nominate My Favorite Podcast and nominate Legends from the Pacific for the two podcast award categories of People's Choice and Storyteller Drama. Swing on by our website or see our show notes for links to the Podcast Awards website. It's free to nominate us, but things are time sensitive, so please do this now. Today, it's been reported that blackbirding is still practiced. Cruise lines take tourists to Mystery Island, where weddings take place and Melanesians share their culture with tourists. There's also a photo station where tourists can take comical pictures with Melanesians pretending to be cannibals. See, there was a time when Melanesians were cannibals, but that's a story for another time. And the locals continue to leave the island before nightfall. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Please don't forget to nominate Legends from the Pacific for the podcast awards. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is How Can This Be Love by Yoza, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is make. Make means death or to die. An example for make is be careful swimming, I don't want you to make. Once again, make is Hawaiian for death or to die. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho.